Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Here we are in December, and we're already gone to the first week, and it's so good to be um, in this time, knowing that uh, Jesus is coming real soon. Hallelujah. So as you spend your time contemplating uh, His plan for your life and His purpose, just stay open to God and I'm trusting that uh, each one of us will be able to um, address all of these things. Amen. Let's just worship Him who is worthy. Hallelujah. Give you praise. Give you praise. Give you praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you for bringing us to this very end of the year period, Lord. We give you the praise, the glory, and honor for all of this. You are faithful. Your goodness, your mercy unveiled that helps us to. Uh, see a new way of thinking. Help us to see clearly. Help us to understand. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. In the midst of it all, that we will have our heart true to you. We give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ His Son. And now let the weak say I am strong, let the poor say I am rich, because of what the Lord has done for us. And now let the weak say I am strong, let the poor say I am rich, because of what the Lord has done for us. We give thanks. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Mashta prambelisto frangeli prakasta. In a brandolo vreste livritolo parabashi kananamande. Hallelujah, rabasanta rabalmeaste. Oh, halamashere barabasenderiande. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Braza kamaranta. Abranista, branista, branintorogos. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oshe praste fresse lusto prazelite cremelite corosudo. Grabadabarabandiveredivisto. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Shaprali papalanta. Worship you, Lord. Rabadi karadamasiri de mende. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. We worship you. Shapa palma rabasanda rabi karabalma. Reko zondore mahase presti. Fridi bele presti le shubradia. Blessed be your holy name. Akarabasi karianta. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Oh, faithful God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's uh, open up our Bibles today as we uh, prepare our hearts again to tune in and hear from heaven and, uh, you know, want to be on target. Don't forget that as we approach this season, we should also be concerned about um, the specific will of God for each life along with the general will from the word of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so there are certain prayers we can pray which will help us in this uh, vein. So we'll go off to the book of Hebrews, the 13th chapter. And we notice there a familiar prayer to most of us, I believe. Notice verse 20, Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every, notice that, good work, hallelujah, to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ. To whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Praise God. And uh, so there you have simple but clear prayer also at the same time. And according to John, uh, the Gospel of John, the 16th chapter and uh, the 23rd verse, it says, And in that day you shall ask, notice, me nothing. So here we are talking to the Father, not specifically to the Lord Jesus. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, notice that, he will give it to you. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name, 24 continues, and you shall, he said, ask and you shall receive, that your joy may be full. So essentially, this is prayer when you are asking the Father in the name of Jesus, using the power of attorney and the name of Jesus. So uh, according to these thoughts, we use the name of Jesus uh, in going to the Father. And so we end Hebrews 13.20 in the name of Jesus. Amen. And whatever we ask the Father. The God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep.
through the blood of the everlasting or eternal covenant, make us perfect in every good work. Hallelujah. Working in us that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen. Or amen in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. How do you fit all of that together? Well, we are not just being uh, religious nitpickers, but we are also concerned that uh, we follow what is unveiled in the word of God to us to, to use. And in that day, this day, we ask Jesus nothing. Notice that in prayer, we go to the Father and use the name of Jesus. That is the peculiar blessing and benefit of the new covenant. Part of the reason why he gave himself up for us was that we could have his name to uh, come to the Father and receive in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's hear um, these prayers and this particular verse in John also in Canada. Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Shashwatavada udambadikeya raktada mulaka kuri hindige dodda kurubanagiruva namma kattanada yesuvannu sattavarulaginda baramadida shantidayakanada devaru. Nimmanu Sakala Sakkarya Gadali, Atana Chittavanu Maduvante Paripurna Madali, Tana Drushkeli Mechikeada Adanu Yesu Kristana Mulaka Nimali Nadisali, Yuga Yugantara Gadali, Atanige Mahime Untagali, Amen. Praise God. So um, we can also hear John sixteen, twenty three and twenty four. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, it's exciting to know the name of Jesus can uh, help you to receive all that he paid for because it's as though you're presenting himself or Jesus before the Father. And that is so powerful. Glory to God. As we consider these last days and the fact that the Antichrist is known as the lawless one uh, who will be revealed uh, later on after the church is removed, uh, you begin to realize that, uh, you know, being a law-abiding person uh, is definitely not the way of the Antichrist. Hallelujah. <laughs> but rather, he's the lawless one. Amen. Sometimes in our carrying on uh, from the new covenant, we have a way of, uh, to use a present way of speaking, dissing the law. You know, you just diss it. You know, just drop it and kind of make it to be sort of uh, evil, in fact. But uh, the Bible declares that the Antichrist is the lawless one. Hallelujah. So we have to learn to begin to appreciate the fact that the Bible and uh, the Judeo-Christian values are what gave the whole earth a conscience, so to speak. Otherwise, we were just reckless doing whatever we wanted. And the sense of right and wrong is kind of blurry 
unless you have a true north pointing compass praise god so we are living in the times where you know everything is now subject to <laughs> what the world feels about it not what the word feels about it amen so this is the time to endure with the word of god and stick with what the word is saying rather than uh, you know whatever else you may feel praise god thank god for feelings and emotions they they're trying to lord it over everything else now if you feel like this then it must be good if you feel like that it's good for you hey you can do that you can do this too praise god and now uh, we are in a place where we have to literally fight for uh, that which is true and that which is uh, right in god's eyes hallelujah so in second timothy 4 notice there in verse 1 he he gives us a solemn charge i charge thee therefore before god and the lord jesus christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom so it's a charge is a very solemn uh, oath like commitment is being given to timothy in this case you know timothy is gone back but the the writing is still here thank god and those of us who claim that we are uh, given the authority to speak uh and the pulpit type ministry we are given this charge it comes to us now you know it's on our shoulders and uh, we must maintain these thoughts verse 2 preach the word amen. preach the word amen. amen be instant in season out of season hallelujah reprove rebuke exhort with all long suffering and doctrine no matter what it looks like we are supposed to preach the word no matter what it feels like we're supposed to preach the word you know and um glory to god the lawless one can be identified because he is going to stand against everything that was known as lawful and uh, praise god you can feel that those things are creeping in uh into the even the church uh where the things that were right are slowly eroded off and are given no value and so we must preach the word because uh he's coming the the judge is at the door hallelujah and um we see it notice verse 3 for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine so uh the word is going to be the same but people's attitude of endurance to sound doctrine you know they'll begin to say no no um, i can't endure this anymore man i'm checking out I, i can't stand this it's just too much for me how can you just preach the word all the time and preach sound doctrine always doctrine so that attitude will come the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine but after their own lusts praise god so this is talking uh, most uh, predominantly i think from just reading that uh, you know believers will now decide that they will not endure sound doctrine but after their own lusts their own desires have now decided to dictate to them uh, what they want to hear 
and they will heap to themselves teachers having itching ears or that tickle their fancy. They shall turn away, notice, their ears from the truth and shall be turned onto fables. So they will prefer, you know, fables. And you can see the power of the fables, the legends are being portrayed as real. You know, Superman is made a very real person. You know, Thor is so real. All these things are so real. Amen. And uh, uh, we are being bombarded by it constantly, you know. And so the fact is that there is a, 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 a time where supermen are going to be literally manifested on the earth, and that is in the age to come. But right now, uh, the only supermen around are believers. <laughs> Amen. And uh, praise God that they are kept in that state of believing by the word of God. Hallelujah. And uh, so we who have this truth, we are custodians of it. And we handle it as those who have been given a commission and a charge to handle it. Amen. And uh, we should do it right. And so be careful, as it says in verse 5, but watch thou in all things. You be careful, you watch. Endure afflictions. There's going to be, you know, challenges because of all of these times. And do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge. Notice that. He is not just the Lord, but he is also the righteous judge. Shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Praise God. So this is pretty clear that this is sound doctrine, that he's trying to maintain these thoughts. And uh, even after his departure, he, he finished his course, he kept the faith. You know, we have a responsibility to, to keep and finish what God has committed to us. Hallelujah. Many people start with excitement, you know, and uh, all that zeal. And at the end of the race, you know, it, it thins out like even a natural race. So there's comparison here. And so we need to begin to focus on the race set before us, the Lord who is standing there helping us, praying for us, that it may be perfected in every area, that we might walk uh, well-pleasing in His sight and do that which is right and accomplish that for which we were created. All of these thoughts, praise God, and that is where... Uh, we've been looking, verse 10 is something we saw also on Sunday, and uh, so on. Praise God. But notice in verse 13, the cloak that I left at Troas with Carpus, very interesting names, when thou comest, bring, thou, uh, bring with thee, and the books, especially the parchments. He said, I'm going to be reading even now, even if I'm in jail, I'll be reading. 
I need to keep myself, you know, in the Word and the notes that I have studied and produced. I need to be trusting God and building myself up. Amen. So he was keeping himself full. Amen. He was keeping himself in the things of God, the books, especially the parchments, the things I've been writing, the notes also. Praise God. It wouldn't be nice to go read Brother Paul's notes. Don't you think that we have some of his notes with us right now? Amen. You see that? we actually given uh, the very writings, the parchments, the notes that Paul was, was studying and praying and getting by the Spirit. This is definitely from the Spirit of God. And we have the opportunity to stick our nose there. Hallelujah. And maintain our view there, no matter what's going on. Amen. So, um, into all of this, lo and behold, yours faithfully, yours truly have been inserted. Now it's our turn. And we are actually seeing the end of days. Hallelujah. The very last of the last days. And so we want to... Uh, begin to uh, do it right. Hallelujah. And so we pray earnest prayers in the name of Jesus, knowing that God will hear and answer our prayers because that is his will unveiled there in those prayers. And when we present it in the name, not in any good thing we have done, but in the name of Jesus, uh, looking to him, uh, and in using his name, his worth in this whole thing, God the Father answers it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And so we can become more aware of the blood of the new covenant and the Lord Jesus uh, praying for us nonstop uh, that it will all work out for good. Hallelujah. No matter what it looks like. But we're doing our part, you know, keeping ourselves in the study of the word and the hearing of the ear and the eyes are focused on the word because that's our life. Praise God. And um, it's a privilege to live in this particular age also. Praise God. Hallelujah. So a few thoughts there. Um, let's see if we can hear Second Timothy 4 from verse 1 um, all the way to verse 5. ಆದದರಿಂದೇವರಮುಂದೆಯೂ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ಜನರು ಸ್ವಸ್ಥಬೋಧನೆಯನ್ನು ಸಹಿಸಲಾರದ ಕಾಲವೂ ಬರುತ್ತದೆ ಅದರಲ್ಲಿ ಅವರು ತೀಟೆ ಕಿವಿಯುಳ್ಳವರಾಗಿ ತಮ್ಮ ದುರಾಶೆಗಳಿಗೆ ಅನುಕೂಲವಾದ ಉಪದೇಶಕರನ್ನು ಇಟ್ಟುಕೊಳ್ಳುವರು ಅವರು ಸತ್ಯಕ್ಕೆ ಕಿವಿಗೊಡದೆ ಕಲ್ಪನಾಕತೆಗಳನ್ನು ಕೇಳುವುದಕ್ಕೆ ತಿರುಗಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವರು ಆದರೆ ನೀನು ಎಲ್ಲಾ ವಿಷಯಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಎಚ್ಚರವಾಗಿರು ಶ್ರಮೆಗಳನ್ನು ತಾಳಿಕೋ ಸುವಾರ್ಥಿಕನ ಕೆಲಸವನ್ನು ಮಾಡು ನಿನ್ನ ಸೇವೆಯನ್ನು ಸಂಪೂರ್ಣ ಮಾಡು so not all teaching of the word is going to be keeping us in the straight and narrow in the truth hallelujah and so we need to be able to be careful that our ears are not tickled by certain fanciful things but we should stay in the truth in the well balanced place and god help us and we trust his prayers at the right hand uh, for us 
praise God and uh, with uh, all reverence and um, a distrust of our flesh. We want to read the word of God in the simplicity and purity of the word with every kind of aid we have to make sure that uh, we are not lawless. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, uh, there is no real um, canceling of the, how can I say, requirement of the law in the born-again life, but rather the approach of it, the fulfilling of the law, is now by a different manner, by the Spirit, by love. Hallelujah. Yes, so we need to be able to understand that in the new covenant there is a law, it is the law of love. It's not that we are lawless, hallelujah. <laughs> it is the fulfillment, all of the things that you see as law from the uh, old covenant and so on are fulfilled in that love command. That if you love, you will not uh, covet from your neighbor and do evil to your neighbor. Praise God. So you love the Lord and you love your neighbor. And so, um, you know, sometimes people just think, oh, I'm free from the law and so I can just do whatever I want and all of that. But we are not in that manner free. Praise God. We have a job to do. We have commitments to accomplish. Uh, God has chosen us for such a time as this. We are not here by accident. Expectations are there. And we can only keep this, in quote, law by the Spirit, not by the flesh, not by works of the flesh. And that involves having to tap into uh, the things that are deeper than just our feelings and our emotions and our senses and going into our spirits and the Spirit of God and His Word and being able to separate and discern and critically analyze and cast down things that are not right in our individual lives and much more in the pulpit type of ministry where you are given charge, uh, you know, to do certain things according to the Word of God. Hallelujah. There is much more requirement. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's hear uh, also... With all of that, you know, in mind, uh, from verse 6 also uh, through to verse 9 in Kannada. Nanu ega atpitanagu vadakke siddhanidene, nanu horatu hogabe kaga samayavu saviyapavagide. Nanu olle horata vannu horadidene, nanu nanna ota vannu mudisidene, nanu nambike ennu kapadi adene. Inu munde nanagoskara nitiya kiritavu idal patide, adanu nitiula nyaya dipati ada kartanu adina dali nanage kuduvanu, nanage matravalade, atana barona vanu pritisuva varelarige saha kuduvanu. Nana balige bega baruvadake ninu prayatna madu. Praise God. So there is, you know, verse 9 says, Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. So he was not just free to go here and there, he had to kind of report to Paul. You notice that? Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. So they had their own will, but then there was also an expectation that they were supposed to uh, perform. Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. Then he says, Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. 
Only Luke is with me. So Demas was free to do what he wanted. Everybody's free to do what they want. However, there's an expectation. Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. And when you come, bring this, bring that, do this, do that. Amen. So there's nothing wrong with it. It's not like uh, he's a slave, uh, this and that. Although he has given himself to uh, yield and obey and be diligent to what Paul is saying. And, uh, you know, he noted that Timothy was a special kind of boy and uh, one who served as his son in the gospel and all of that. And what a, uh, you know, glowing tribute to Timothy. Hallelujah, we cannot forget that. Hallelujah, amazing. But notice here, verse 13, uh, the cloak that I left at Troas with Carpus, when thou comest, bring with thee, and the books, but especially the parchments. So we notice that Paul had to also maintain that walk and be pondering and prayerfully studying and, and so forth. So none of us is exempt. Hallelujah. All of us are being perfected. All of us are being developed uh, to pursue after him, setting targets, pressing on, moving higher, all of these things. Amen. Uh, it has to be like that. Glory to God. It's not that I have arrived. I'm the great apostle. I don't read anymore. I don't make notes. I don't study anymore. No. Hallelujah. He said, I'm not perfect. I am moving forward. I forget the things that have passed. I press toward the goal for which I was called the heavenly and high calling in God. Hallelujah. And so each one of us has been um, also given the opportunity to obey God in a fallen world and in an increasingly lawless world. And so it is a great privilege to be here right now. Praise God. Whether we are uh, appreciated by people or not. Notice verse 16. At my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. You have to be used to that. The forsaking of people. I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge. Even though it's not pleasant, it, he prays that it should not be laid to their charge. Um, you know, and he goes on, 17, Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me. We should be sure of that. And strengthened me, that by me the preaching might be fully known, that all the Gentiles might hear. And I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. The Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto the heavenly kingdom to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Wow. He's been through some stuff and he's putting it in little words there, but they are weighty words. It's going to be like that for anyone who would like to go in the direction of truth and obedience and the things of God. The Lord is with us and he will strengthen us. Hallelujah. And whatever we are committed to by the Lord, it will be done. Because it is his work and we do our part and he is definitely praying for us. And these prayers that are given to us are going to be aids in helping and bringing these things to pass. And we will be delivered from every evil work and be preserved until that kingdom. Praise God. Glory. Hallelujah. We can also insert ourselves there. 
But before we can get that kind of a result, we need to also follow what is written, right? We cannot just shoot for a result uh, without saying, okay, I have to do this and this and this. So there's a responsibility to come to that answer or that end. Praise God. Do this, preach this, teach that. Let's know that we need to study. Let's know that uh, we may not be appreciated by men, but God will stand with us, and yes, He will keep us to that kingdom. All of these things, they kind of flow together. Amen. Notice there's a progression. Amen. So um, the path of the righteous is as the shining light. It gets brighter and brighter until the perfect day. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a progression. Glory to God. So there is all of this here. And, um, you know, uh, these verses may, may be sounding a little uh, grave and uh, hard. But nonetheless, they are the word of God. Hallelujah. Let's therefore hear verse 17 and 18 in Canada out of the fourth chapter. Adare Katanu Nana Badiali Nintu Nananu Balapadisi Nana Mulaka Saral Padavadu Sampurnawagi Grahike Yaguvanteu and Yajanarellaru Adanu Keduvanteu Madidanu Idala de Atanu Nananu Simada Bayadaginda Tapisidanu Nananu Pratyundu Dushkutya Dinda Katanu Tapisitana Paraloka Rajake Nananu Kapaduvanu Yuga Yugantaragadaliu Atanige Mahime Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is the time to uh, watch the, the match in the church. FIFA should be watched in church because there's no law. We are you know, free to do whatever we want. So while the church service is going on, you can just be watching the match. Um, that's actually a serious fall from the level of reverence to the word of God. That's a mega failure. And you cannot laugh about it, you know, you cannot smile about it. You know, we may peevishly smile, but there is embarrassment there. That is the condition of the church. That's the condition of the congregation of the saints. Hallelujah. So you can see that there are the saints and then there are the faithful in God, in Christ. There's a clear division. Hallelujah. Everybody would like to watch the you know, score of the latest cricket and, you know, uh, boxing and UEFM, whatever. My son makes a big deal about all these things. And at some point, we were all into these things. Amen. Uh, Andre the Giant and, you know, wow, Terminator, etc., etc., Undertaker, all those names, praise God. But the real hero is Jesus. <laughs> and he deserves praise and honor and glory. So we must appreciate the fact that we are not all there. Even though we think we are there and by grace we are there. But there is something about positional truth and experiential truth. You know, hallelujah. There must be a right balance of uh, inspiration and also academic knowledge in a church. You don't want to be too academic but you also want to be inspirational at the same time. But there has to be things that are founded in academic knowledge of the word also. Hallelujah. 
So, uh, yes, we are all saved. Thank God for that. But we are not all living a saved life. Hallelujah. We have returned to Jesus in our spirits, but not necessarily in other areas of our life. No matter how awkward that may make us feel, that's the truth. Hallelujah. So, might as well accept it gingerly and try to make some adjustments or just join the lawless age in which we live, which is not profitable, though it may look like from the flesh to be very profitable. But I'm telling you, by the word of God, not anything else, praise God, that is not profitable. Amen. The word of God gives you profit here and in the life to come. Praise God. And that is where our meditation should be. But, um, you know, nonetheless, we have to carry on. This is not the first time such things have happened. They've happened years ago. People used to read their Bibles, in quote. But inside the Bible, there'll be a book inside, you know. And can you imagine? That's the church. And so uh, we try to... uh, make things happen and kind of, in quote, titillate them and excite them with some other diversionary tactics. But the truth is we must be able to hold people up to the word of God and let the chips fall where they may. Let each one decide for themselves because God is not forcing anyone. But we pray sincere prayers. And the only person, you know, the Lord told me the other day, the only person who can deal with them is him. (laughs) Amen. We can do our part and we can pray and let the Holy Ghost handle them. And And he knows where to hold you. He knows where to put the, the grasp. And then you know you've had it. Amen. He'll hold you right there where it matters and you will know it. You say, oh, that sounds like legalism. That sounds like a tough message. No, you got to see it in the scripture. You can avoid him all you want. And, you know, he won't force you. But when things start happening, then you will know all you have is him. Glory to God. That's what we're talking about. The realization will come so strong that... uh, All I have is Him. Amen. Amen. Praise God. All of these kind of thoughts. So um, we need to just be more aware of it in these last days. Amen. There will be heavy distractions. Uh, All of us are tempted. You know, praise God. But uh, we have to stay the course. We must be truthful and committed to what He has told us to do. Amen. It's a challenge. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 therefore declares, notice, verse 11, Now all these things happened unto them for examples, or examples, examples, patterns. They are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Hallelujah. Wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth, Take heed lest he fall. You see, be careful. The guy who thinks he's standing, be careful. Be extra careful. Let him that thinketh he standeth. 
So you may think, hey, I'm great, I'm doing fine, I'm so cool. But that's the person who should take heed lest he fall. Amen. These things were written to us. And he gives a whole slew of things written there from the Old Testament settings. Uh, a generation gone long time ago. Their graves are, are somewhere in the desert. Some people may not ever see their graves even. But one day those graves will open. Hallelujah. And the dead in Christ will arise and others will arise and different arisings are going to happen. Praise God. And so things are going to be uh, redeemed. What God said he would do, he'll do. (laughs) He'll do his part. And things are playing out just like he said. I mean, I never knew there would be a time where we would have to go to court to prove that a woman can marry a woman. What is this? Things have happened to some level where it's no longer hidden in the closets coming out. That we should have pedophiles. It must be allowed. There's nothing wrong with it. Okay, it happened before. Hiding under the blankets of society. Hiding here and there. All these things happened. But to come out brazen, open. Wow, that's a time. That's a perfect setting. It has been set like that. Amen. Praise God. Notice, upon whom the ends of the world are come. That's the peculiar time. Praise God. Our admonition. Of course, Paul was talking as if the time had come then. But you know, we are living in a time that's super, super right there. Hallelujah. I've never seen so much happening all at once. So in short time, like this. Everything together. Earthquake upon earthquake, pestilence, famine, wars, destruction. I mean, it's just happening Every single day, multiplied places. There's no two ways about it. Praise God. Upon whom the ends of the world are come. And in that, nevertheless, or wherefore, it goes together, such a thinking. Let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. (laughs) Who's the warning to? I think the warning here is to those who think they're standing. Amen? Yeah, it's to those who think they're standing. Not to those who have, you know, given up and have fallen. But those who think they're standing, take heed lest he fall. Praise God. One thought there. Let's hear that also in Canada. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 11 and 12. Please, Amen. Similar line in Romans 15, notice verse 4. Whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning. How many of us are learning? We're written for our learning that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. The only place we get our endurance and our comfort actually prescribed by God is from the scriptures. Amen. We may eat comfort food and you know see this and that to comfort us ourselves but all that doesn't have the power in it. To bring hope. 
and expectation. That meal won't sustain you in hopelessness. Hallelujah. Amen. What gives you confidence about the future is going to be the scripture. Not the meal you ate. Because you'll say, oh, that was nice, but I don't know if I'll get it tomorrow. Hallelujah. What makes you so sure about tomorrow? And what makes you so sure about ultimately heaven is the scripture. Because it has inside it power to stimulate God's own nature and comfort. God's strength. God's endurance. Power to stand no matter what. And give you a confident expectation that whatever is coming up, it doesn't matter. Your case is different. Hallelujah. Amen. Notice, it was written for us, with us in mind. God was thinking about us and this is the approved way. This is the real way that God wants us to receive it from the scripture. You may try here and there, but it's not going to uh, do you justice and meet that requirement under the challenges that are out there. The hopelessness is beginning to stream in in the natural. You know, people are being fired and uh, left, right and center. They are being treated like trash, use and throw. That creeps into the church. It's a use and throw thing. Just look the other way. Amen. So we who think we are standing, we are the ones who should be paying attention. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Notice the fifth verse. Now the God of patience. Notice who he is. The God of patience or endurance and comfort or consolation is the same word there in the original. Grant you to be like-minded. Why? One toward another. Don't go off on your own trip. Minding just your own business. One toward another. How long do I have to do it? Guess what? The place we're going to, we're going to be seeing each other forever. <laughs> Woo, forever. One toward another, according to Christ Jesus. According to Christ Jesus. According to Christ Jesus. There's a standard. Thank you, Jesus. That you may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is why we have church. So that together, with one mind, with one mouth, we can glorify God. Even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So it's not that uh, we are a killjoy type of people. Oh, because we were enjoying, so you have to shoot us down. No, there is a purpose. The one who saved you has given you a purpose also. Yes. Amen. You didn't just get, wow, Rechapatu. No, there is a purpose for you. Yes. Amen. And it involves one another. It involves other people. It involves the present life. And that which is to come is going to be uh, something that you carry with you. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so, uh, this is the only book that gives us such an insight and clarity. So the more we know this, the more clear we are about things. Praise God. The more uh, close to the original plan we can conform 
Amen. So we have returned to the Lord in our spirits. The rest of us is in a process of returning. And that is where the heart comes in. The work done, the diligence given, the study required, the hearing, the speaking, the praying. All that is to bring the other parts to the place where you can say, I am returning to the Lord. And I'm sensing him more and more. Hallelujah. Because, you know, I feel that he has returned to me. But he has never moved. (laughs) He never moves. He finished it. He has moved. He has moved in. Closer than your breath. But because our emotions were misplaced, we never felt that. We never perceived it. But when we made the adjustments, we began to perceive the one who never moved. Who never changed. Who sat and settled it once and for all. Hallelujah. So it is about our emotions, our excitement, misplaced, being brought back to him that makes us feel and perceive him even more. Praise God. And so uh, thank God there is a way, a prescribed way of doing it. So these things were written. You cannot decide to not go with the written word, you know. Now you have arrived and so forget about it. No. Whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning. There is some learning. There is some writing. There is some study. Through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Any other thing is not going to give you that happy, confident expectation. It will show in your operations, in your life, that you don't have a real happy expectation. Amen? So some people can be joyful, others will always be sour. Why? Because they don't get that comfort, they don't get that endurance, they don't get that happy expectation, which comes only from the Word of God. (laughs) Hallelujah! And so it's like, why am I not? Well, there's a learning of the Word. There's a learning of the Word. Hallelujah. And I'm not here to increase your burden. I'm just here to give you the the yoke that is light and easy. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. This is the light way. His commandments are not grievous. They are grievous to the flesh. But to the person who is actually wanting to go in the spirit, they are not grievous. They are the right thing. To the flesh, they are... Whoa, they are millstone hung around the neck. But to those who say, hey, I'm the saved one. My spirit is alive to God. I am dead to sin. I'm dead to sickness. I'm dead to the curse. When they study the scripture, whoa, it gives them confidence. It gives them expectation. When they say, I'm a new creature, it enforces that even more and more. That I'm immune to the things that are out there. That I'm an ambassador and I have a status. I have a place that you cannot cross the lines because I'm from another kingdom. I have immunity. You become more sure of that. You cannot put what's in the world on me. You cannot. It is not done. Hallelujah. Otherwise, we take whatever is served to us and swallow whatever the world is swallowing. But it is from another kingdom that you have come. You have been born from above. Your destiny is different. Your plan and purpose is in God, not 
in quote, in the world. Hallelujah. Your meaning, your essence is in God. Hallelujah. And therefore the study and the learning of the word is your prime, prime pursuit. Hallelujah. Your life is the word. Otherwise it is a vapor. It is a vanity that it will never be satisfied. The richest man on the planet, in quote, the wisest man at one time, came up with that conclusion that everything was vanity and chasing after the wind. You can never catch it. But you just go after it anyway. So us who are, you know, sure of our salvation and think we're standing, let's be careful. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Let's see if we can hear uh, Romans 15, 4 and 5. Praise God. God help us. Thank you, Jesus. What a responsibility. Let's go to James chapter 3 and notice something written there. Notice James 3 verse 1. My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive greater condemnation. Oh really? Condemnation? Brethren can be condemned? They will receive greater condemnation. Wow, interesting. For... In many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. The process of being able to use words properly and being able to teach and be a leader can attract greater condemnation. Isn't that interesting? I didn't say it. Hallelujah. So uh, Paul was using a standard to say, you know, this guy is not right. There's, there's a guilt there with this guy. Hallelujah. No, everybody's not right. Even though we are saints. Some are guilty of certain things. And they have to adjust. Praise God. Now, we are saved. Thank God. We are new creatures. All that is what? In the spirit. Amen. But that saved righteousness of God can go and smoke, can drink, can do all kinds of stuff. And he's still the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. All you need to do is be in Christ Jesus. And so some things are in truth, in position, in the spirit, right. But in experience, they may not be at all right. Amen. Praise God. And so even the teacher of the word. Can you see that? He's not perfect. He's offending. And because of that position he has, he has even extra scrutiny and judgment and condemnation. I checked that word. It actually means condemnation. From the Greek to the inner kuras of it all. It is still condemnation 
crino, crisis, critis, all those critical, all of those things have the same spin. They're a bit critical. There's an extra critical look that comes to those of us who are wanting to teach. But hey, still you teach. Amen. Hallelujah. You have to do what you have to do. Teaching, preaching, healing. Do the works of Jesus. If you're looking for the perfect one, you have to die and meet him. And even he was crucified. So if you're going to look at popularity, it may be opposite. Maybe the guy who is the most clear and the absolute close to the truth guy is the guy that nobody likes. Maybe, huh? There's a possibility looking at the leader of it all. He's the one that was rejected. Even in the synagogue, they tried to murder him. Many times they were looking for ways to kill him. Because there is a world that is ruled by a demon and a fallen angel. And, you know, a person who was the light bearer. He was not the light. He was supposed to be carrying that light. (laughs) He was not the light. John was not the light. Lucifer was not the light. But just to carry it, he said, no, I'm not carrying I want to be that. I'm going to be that. And so he is out there saying, we go against, we go against God's set ways. Praise God. That's his business. And it is eroding because that time has come where it's going to be like that. Praise God. And we are in those times. So we have to be careful that we are not doing anything because that is eating into us. Praise God. Very interesting. Thank you, Jesus. All this was written for us. That we may be more and more in line with God's plan and God's purpose. Notice that I did not write the scripture. It is written. Amen. For our learning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just some thoughts. Just simple reading of scripture. Greater condemnation. Wow. Greater condemnation. Wow. Greater condemnation. Wow. Let's harp on that a little bit. Knowing that we shall receive greater condemnation. Greater condemnation. Greater condemnation. Hmm. Praise God. God help us. Can you see why we pray those prayers? He didn't say lesser condemnation because you know the Bible, you're teaching the Bible. No. Greater condemnation. Greater condemnation. To whom much is given, much is expected. Greater condemnation. Greater condemnation. Wow. Have you ever focused on greater condemnation? We usually focus on no condemnation. Just scoot away from it. But you need to sometimes look at things because it's written there. Isn't that interesting? Ha, ha, ha. So we are, you know, somebody said there must be a revival of the Bible in the last days. Bible revival. Hey, I think we're doing that. Amen. Amen. Not everybody may be catching it, but I think we are in that place. Notice the word for greater is maison. Greater, larger, stronger. Comparative, larger. 
You know, all these apps are there. Knowing that we shall receive greater condemnation. We should know that. Careful, buddy. You should know that. Amen. So we must apply it because it is true. It is the truth. It is God. It is new creation stuff. It is brand new creature stuff. The brand new creature can receive greater condemnation. It's possible. They were written for our admonition. For our own warnings. Gentle warnings. God is gently warning us to stay on track. Praise God. To keep the faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Especially now in a lawless time. Where it's in the atmosphere. Praise God. Where things are trying to erode our thinking. The more we are thinking about it. The more we see it. It's alright. It's okay. You remember the time when you, would, you could not look at it. Now it's like... Oh, it's part of the stuff. It's there. That's the world. Hey, what to do? Yeah. See? It's trying to slip in and become normal. And at some point you will say, yeah, it's normal. There's gay. There's this. There's the other. It's all normal. It's not normal. That's weird. That's strange. Now it's hard to say that even. Because it's illegal according to the world. The world? Really? When did the world become God? Huh? When did the world dictate? When? It's the time. And so we who know the real Lord should be careful. Take heed lest we get washed away. This is the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are carrying Him. <laughs> we are actually bearing God on the earth. We are what is affecting everything. We are the salt. We are the light. We are responsible. There was something a, a prophet of God said, you know, I don't use that term lightly. And it kind of scared me. He said, God told him, I'm holding you responsible for their salvation. What? That's creepy. Amen. You know, what a charge that man had. Praise God. That if they scream in hell, it's because of you. <gasps> what? Well, I can do my thing. Yes, we can all do our thing. But we are responsible. We are the salt. We are the light. And we can do the work of the evangelist. And we ought to do the work of the evangelist. And we need to do what is expected of us. To teach, preach, to heal, to do the works of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's very interesting. Very, very interesting. So it's a very sober time in the midst of it all. You know, we need to be able to, you know, keep the flames of sobriety going. There must be some standard with the lack of standards. There must be a standard. Amen. Everybody gets bugged if you went to the latest softy serving machine on Kamanahali Road. Latest, they have some awesome looking things I haven't tasted. But if while you pick that huge softy cone, you bit into it and then you noticed poop inside. Will you just lick all around it carefully? Or will you just chuck it and say, what is this? We have standards in other things. But when it comes to the right stuff, you know, we get all bugged. Mmm. 
Very interesting. Proverbs chapter 10 says in verse 27, The fear of the Lord prolongeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. Oops. The hope of the righteous, verse 28 says, shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. We have expectation. We have hope. Gladness. Woo-hoo-hoo. Amen. We, want, we are expecting to live long and see good days because we are tolerating and embracing the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. The fear of the Lord. There's a benefit to the fear of the Lord. Because you love Him. Reverentially, you honor Him. You know He's God. The Lord, He is God. There is no other. There's no other. He's God. And so, there can be idols. And we are not going after the idols. Amen. It could be Indian idol. It could be American idol. But we're not going after the idols. Amen. Or it could just be plain idol. Idleness. Hallelujah. The fear of the Lord prolonged days. There it is. It's written plainly there. To add, to increase. It will increase your years, your days. The wicked, however, their years are shortened. You say, okay, but I see wicked guys living long. Yes, you can live long, but to what avail? To what result? What was the benefit of that long life? Okay, I ate plenty of biryani in my life. I ate so much steak. Oh man, I ate a lot of fries. Oh, there was, there was a lot of fries. Then, you sit there dreading the day when your eyes will close. It is written of Voltaire, one of those great atheists of those days. That he, you know, went against God and he just said things against God constantly. And then on his deathbed, he said, hell alone is for me. (laughs) What a statement, while he's dying. And then interestingly, you know, the one who was against God, the Bible Society bought his house and started publishing Bibles there. Isn't that cool? (laughs) How things happen. It just happens. Here we heard the Bible Society was sold to the Hard Rock Cafe. Hey, it happens. It happens. It's going on. This stuff is happening. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness. Hallelujah. The expectation of the wicked shall perish. Thank God you can look forward to gladness. (laughs) Because you are checking your heart and adjusting with the reverence for God and His Word. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I know this is a little far-fetched, but it's in line with Scripture. You know, the uh, amplified version of this verse itself, 10, and uh, notice 27. It's a very interesting Scripture. The reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord prolongs one's days. That's pretty clear. But the years of the wicked shall be made short. The hope of the uncompromisingly righteous, the upright, in right standing with God is gladness. But the expectation of the wicked, those who are out of harmony with God, comes to nothing. Out of harmony. There's a harmony. Amen. 
ebony and ivory in perfect harmony there's a harmony that we're supposed to have with God amen hallelujah harmony are you harmonizing with the Lord or are you synchronizing with the world you know praise God let's make harmony melody with the Lord glory to God Adjust. Alright, I got the tune. Amen. Notice that the instrument has to be adjusted to that place. And make harmony with the Lord. Amen. Agree with the Lord. Adjust and come back and sing the tune that the Lord likes. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? You know that's Bible. It's not just Boney M. It's Bible. (laughs) <laughs> Praise God. Okay. Yes. Got to be liked. Got to enjoy your life too. But in the Lord. Yes. Keep it in harmony with God. Yes. Alright. I think we've said a few things. Let's see if we can hear. Did we do James 3, 1? Not yet, right? Alright. Let's do uh, James 3, verse 1. Canada. Nanna sahodarare, bodhakarada namage dodda dandane yaguvadindu tividukondu bahumandi bodhakarada bediri. Yeah, praise God. And let's go off again to uh, maybe Proverbs chapter 10, 27 and 28 in Canada. Amen. Hallelujah. So all of these thoughts are there. Let's, let's look into the book of Hebrews for a minute. Hebrews chapter 11. That great faith chapter. Notice there it talks about faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. We are dealing primarily with the unseen realm. In a, in a seen world. In a material world. And the only way it is substantial or makes a natural impact is by our faith and it has to be fed amen in first corinthians chapter 10 you know i'll just say it because of time and so on maybe we'll look at it again it says in first corinthians 10 that that they all notice that time you know bringing a similarity between them and us that they all ate that spiritual meat. They all drank that spiritual drink. Amen. Implying that, you know, the rock that followed them was Christ. Out of that rock came the waters and they drank it. They all. But not all of them lived and enjoyed their life. Some were cut off. Praise God. Hallelujah. So there is a spiritual meat and a spiritual drink. That we all have to enjoy Christ, His Word, His Spirit. All of us. It's required. That's your food. How can you leave your food and expect that you're going to be energized to, to go on? People think that eating biryani and you know having uh, the right kind of meal is going to lengthen their lives. That's just a natural aspect, but there's a part of them... That is the sustainer that increases life. 
or shortens life. People don't see that. They think it's just vague, silly stuff like fables and legends. This is the word of God. And if any part of it means true, this means true too. It's true. Hallelujah. They all, they drank the spiritual waters of life. Because it was, that rock was Christ. And they all ate that which was like manna, which you must eat that day. You cannot keep it for the next day. It will rot. You need it that day. You have to have it. You cannot jump and say, I can't eat now. I'm not eating now. You are shortening some things. What to say? It's true. Or you are increasing your gladness and your quality and even your length of days. Praise God. Very interesting thoughts. Very interesting thoughts. Faith has to be constantly heard and heard and tried. The trial of your faith. Amen. It has to be. Your faith has to be fed, strengthened, and tried. Not just fed, it's going to be tried. The trial of your faith is very precious to God, by the way. More precious than what we think is precious, gold and silver and stuff like that. I'm coming to it in greater detail, but, you know, in, in the few minutes we have, we will see. This is God's way. Hallelujah. Yeah, of course we don't like trials. Nobody likes trials. But we must understand that there is a a value there that God ascribes to uh, the trial of our faith. Not our emotions. Our faith. Emotions will give up early in the beginning of it. And then your true faith begins to kick in. After you have wept and cried and kicked the furniture and made holes in the mirror, all of that, then you have to look inside and say, what do I really believe? Hallelujah. This is the report that I got. What do I really believe? That's the time people begin to realize the value of their faith. After crying and mourning and all that, now what do you believe? What is going to see me through now? What do I have to hold on to? You start reaching out for things that you can hold on to. So instead of going through that process, why don't you just be there at that point and know that all these things are coming. These things are real and you're going to deal with them and go all the way through because there's victory and your path is getting brighter and brighter until the perfect day. Ha ha. Glory to God. And not be complaining and whining that I feel so condemned. I feel like I have nothing. Yeah. We're all going to feel these things. That's why we edify ourselves and get strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Because our emotions just pack up. Like a cheap trash. They just give up. When you think you could rely on it, it just caves. But the word of the Lord endures forever. Man, now faith is the substance of things. The substance. The thing that gives you future expectation. Hallelujah. The evidence. I got the evidence. 
I don't care what anybody said. I got the evidence of glad expectation. Hallelujah. That's why we're hearing and hearing and hearing. So that it affects us that we, we know we have the evidence. I have the evidence, man. Praise God. I have the evidence. For by it the elders obtain the good report. That's how you obtain the good report. You hear it, hear it, hear it, hear it, hear it. Then you obtain. You obtain. Praise God. You obtain the good report. Hallelujah. But our focus will be a little more on verse 3 today. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Amen. If you begin to look at it closely, you will notice a couple of words are in play there. One for which we must be a little famous called the Rhema word of God. Amen. We must be a little bit famous for that. In your walk as a believer, particularly a believer that has uh, some understanding of the truth, we must be famous for the spoken word. The spoken word. The rhema. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. That word, word there is rhema. Spoken. Hallelujah. The word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Hallelujah. However, you know, the, the word for worlds is ages. Amen. So let's think about it. Just use, you know, biblical understanding. You know, we understand by faith. We don't understand by geometry and arithmetic. We understand by faith. We have another way of understanding. We understand by hearing the word, hearing the word, and comparing spiritual things with spiritual, and then we discern, we divide, etc. Amen. Hallelujah. Think about this for a minute. Through faith, we understand that the ages were framed by the word of God. Think about this for a minute. The ages? What do you mean the ages? Well, there are different ages, different uh, time periods. In God's mercy, he made that possible. He put a clock on each of these ages and said, that stops there. And each of the ages began with God, but ended with man making a mess. For instance, the age of innocence in the garden. It was all nice when God began it, but who messed it up? Man. Man made some bad choices. Duh, again. Then the next one was, you know, go by the conscience. That ended up... It was nice, it looked okay, the whole world had one language, blah, blah. Anything they agreed to do would be great and wow. But guess what? They ended it by going against God, building their way to heaven and that was the end of that one. Right? Hallelujah. Ended up in a great flood. God said, man, enough. Wipe the whole thing out. One man, one family again. Let's start. Start at the very beginning, very good place to start. And he starts. He's going along. Amen. 
Promise. Human government. Promise. Like that. Each one, you know, man messes it up. But God, thankfully, click. Praise God. He promises. They're going with it nicely. Then they go to Egypt. Then they start going Egyptian. Walk like an Egyptian. They start going that way. They come out of there totally walking like Egyptians. Living like Egyptians. Desiring Egypt. So he said, law. Man messed up. So next. Jesus comes born in that law. Born of a woman. Then comes grace. Because man messed up again royally. They started worshipping the law. They forgot that you cannot fulfill it. You need grace. You need Jesus. You need to be born again. You cannot save yourself by a code of rules. Hallelujah. Jesus comes. They crucify him. Of course. We can do this. By our strength. We don't need you. He said, no, you must eat. You must eat and you must drink me. You must feed on me. You must accept me as your only sustenance. You must labor for this kind of food. They were offended at him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Then we came after the great resurrection. The Holy Ghost poured out the church age. The age of grace. Started out by God's mighty outpouring. Here we are at the very end of it. Thank God it's getting over. Click again. Man is also becoming weird. Church is becoming weird. Again. So it's time to just move on to the next one. Notice that it keeps getting brighter and brighter until the perfect day. The church age is much better than all the other ages. What a blessed time to live. Glory to God. (laughs) Carrying God inside you. Using faith. Seeing things. Now all of that comes to the last one. Ephesians 1.10. The dispensation of the fullness of times. Times. Amen. Fullness of times. Where everything is gathered together in Christ. In heaven. On earth. In him. Amen. That is the ultimate cool one. Praise God. Where we are headed to. It's brightest. But still there. It's not yet over. Man again. Stands against him. And wants to attack. You know the holy city. When the devil is released at the very end of it. Until again. The next one. (laughs) New heaven and new earth. Wherein only dwells righteousness. And the devil is locked forever. In hell and in you know. uh, The flames of the lake of fire. Etc. All of that is there. Permanently settled. No more devil. No more unrighteousness. It just keeps getting better and better. For the righteous. The path of the just. But for the uh, unbelieving and the guy who does not accept this, it's not getting better. It's getting worse and it's going to be worse and worse and forever and ever. Isn't that interesting? So, our question. We didn't come to the question. Let's examine the question. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Now, which worlds were framed by the word of God? Words 
out of man's mouth or words out of God's mouth? Think about it. There must be two worlds, ages, etc. In each age, there is a particular age and dispensation we are living in right now. But in that is a particular world arrangement also. Where the God of this world and all of its economic, social stuff is going on. Right? Did God make that with his word? No. He knew it would be like that. Right? And he said it has to end there. See? The question is, did God speak that world or which world? And then there's man also speaking. Which world is he speaking? Which world is the believer speaking? Praise God. All of these thoughts are there. Amen. I don't, I don't believe that, you know, God spoke and said, this is how this age will be. The devil, this, that, the other. He didn't speak those things. What do you think he spoke? He spoke grace, mercy. Jesus is going to be made available to all. The church is going to enjoy that. They will be so blessed. They are blessed, etc., etc. Right? That's what God spoke, right? Amen. Hallelujah. So it was the age that he spoke. Right? It was that time. Hallelujah. What time? That there would be grace, there would be mercy, there would be the church, there would be the salt, they will be bearing him, they will be carrying him. It will be a very blessed time to live. But on the other side, there's a world and its system. Do you think he spoke that? I don't think he spoke that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. But we are inserted into all that to tap into his benefits. Praise God. And affect the change through the age in which we live where there's so much grace. And affect the world. And its arrangement and socioeconomic stuff. Hallelujah. Right? We can tap into that and say, no, I'm standing against poverty because I'm an ambassador. He does, it's not from, my supply comes from heaven. God sent me here. I'm deputed by the almighty God. To represent that kingdom. So whatever this kingdom or this earth realm and organization and socio-economic patterns, etc. It does not affect me. I never was supported by them. Amen. Amen. But we have to decide for ourselves whether we will go with God's spoken word, harmonize with that, or harmonize with them. And speak what they are speaking. Believe what they believe. Amen. God did not speak that. So to speak. (laughs) He just said if you don't accept Jesus. The wrath of God abideth upon you. Did you know that? Of course he has taken away their sins. But they must accept. Otherwise they are not blessed. They are cursed. But we are blessed. In spite of whatever you see out there, you're the blessed ones. You're the ambassadors. Your supply comes from another place. Your immunity has been given to you diplomatically. 
God who sent you from another kingdom said, your citizenship is from above. Amen. Amen. A lot to think about. But the spoken word is important for you. Amen. Hallelujah. And your life affects others. Praise God. I have to read one more. Um, Let's see if we can hear this in Canada also. Hebrews 11 verse 1 to 3. Praise God. So even though he's taken away their sin, taken away their curse, taken away, it's all in Christ. And only when you are immersed into Christ by accepting Jesus, then you are uh, potentially the owner of all of that blessing and goodness and mercy of God. Right? Amen. But if you refuse that, well, what remains? It's that world with the curse, with all of that junk, which you and I are safely immune to if we will harmonize. And accept as final authority to a place where we're so convinced we say it. Hallelujah. And we have what we say. Because we do not doubt in our heart. But believe that what we say comes to pass. And guess what? It has to be done in the atmosphere of heaven. Where you came from. Where it is love. So when you stand there praying, saying, make sure you handled all of the offense, all of that stuff, and you can say it and have it say amen. amen. Oh, oh, oh. In the midst of it all, praise God, in this present evil age. Did God make it an evil age? I trow not, as King James said. But it's a present evil age. Hallelujah. And people love it. They love it. They love the fact that this is a present evil age. And that this is the place where it's happening. Hell is where it is. Heaven is boring. Who wants to be worshipping God? Who wants to be worshipping God and playing harps and all that stuff? Man, boring. Amen. See how it, it takes training. To accept it and say, that's what I prefer. To actually flow with it. It requires a harmonizing. Otherwise, it's boring. Hell is the action, man. You know, praise God. Jesus said, in the resurrection, they don't marry or are given in marriage. They are like the angels. What an interesting statement. They were talking about marrying again and again and again, you know. Because it sounded cool. We can use this law and just get into this and, you know, etc., etc. Just look for the closest relative who's a widow and just apply. And you could have her also. You're just obeying the law here, man. But it was for care. It was for benefit, for helping that household. All of that. So today in the new covenant, we just help the household. We don't go marry the person. 
Amen. Amen. <laughs> because we're trying to enjoy heaven down here. Amen. And you have this ability to enjoy sleeping with your wife, your legal partner, spouse. One. Amen. And enjoy life like that too. But in heaven, all of these enjoyments will be just perfectly harmonized together with God Almighty. And we'll be like, this is too cool. This is super cool. Amen. Ha ha ha. So you're not going to envy people in the millennium that they are married, that they sleep with their wives. We won't. We'll be like, you have no idea how I'm feeling, man. <laughs> it's not that you look at her and say, man, I should be in that club. No, you won't. You look at her and say, shoot, you have a long way to go, man. <laughs> because there will be all that. And so God will rule with an iron uh, rod. Whoa. Enough. Our time is up. Let's just see what we can have into thoughts. Just think. This is all just for thinking, okay? But it's based on Bible. You can figure it out and see. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, Praise God. I think that's where we will stop for today. Okay, one last verse. Let's go to um, glory to God. Philippians 4, 5. As we close it all up. A few minutes here and there is all good. If if it's a benefit. Notice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Amen. Amen. What should be known to all men? Moderation. You know gentleness. Appropriate behavior. Some behavior is not appropriate. Amen. The patient, appropriate, moderation kind of behavior should be known unto all men because your life is affecting others. They may never read the Bible. All they see is your life. Hallelujah. And your, book, your, your life is an open book. The Lord is at hand. Praise God. Amen. Let's hear this in Canada also. Philippians 4, 5 as we thank God. Nimma Sairaneyu Yella Manusharige Gottagali Kartanu Hattiravagidane. Amen. Oh, we give you praise. 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 Thank you for the privilege of serving you. Living for your glory in this day and hour. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Jabra Baba Kasta. That you are praying for us, Lord. You're perfecting that which concerns us. You are helping us to meditate, helping us to learn, helping us to harmonize, to enjoy heaven on earth. Before we come there. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Ha, ha, ha. Blessed be your holy name. For a church that is in the word, that is in the spirit, that is experientially enjoying the benefits of the new birth hamataka of the new life rekosuta kula patakela kiste repetepe repetekeleboko brangele mindoro kustoro mambre la vite 
We give you thanks. 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 Brendolo presti, medele triste, gengela brasta, franda la casta. Creto cocupolo cupolo tucolo mendele giste, bracatacalapata, cretelisto. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Help us to meditate, help us to study, help us to learn, help us to feed on these truths and have happy expectation, harmonizing with heaven. We thank you, we worship you, we give you praise. Thank you for that. Beginning of the large intestine, or rather the, the intestines from the mouth onwards, the, the buccal area, from the oral cavity, the mouth cavity as it goes down. Hallelujah. Mercy, 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 mercy. In the swallowing of food or in the handling of that uh, place, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. The mercy of God fixes it in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. Thank you so much for being um, generous and faithful and kind. And we believe that it's coming back to you. Good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, running over. That this Christmas will be a blessed time to ponder and enjoy God's faithfulness. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, team. You're blessed.